Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Think Between Worlds podcast. I am Derek. I am David. And this is kind of, I guess, our uh, season two uh, grand finale. Yes. We're not taking that big of a break between well, seasons. Well, I mean, literally but... seasons. We're about to go into spring. So by the time yes. the actual spring rolls around, we're going to be yeah, a but, new season. Um, we've kind of decided that uh, because of our namesake, we're going to make the last episode of every season Zelda-related. Which would be a great idea. You, you, <laughs> you look at our you look at our art no, oh, and yeah. our and yeah, our our, our tie, the title of our podcast, and you're like, why don't these guys do do more like Nintendo or Zelda? And it's like, I'm thinking that too. Why not? Yeah. So uh, this uh, this grand finale, we're gonna just uh, we're gonna shoot the breeze, probably more so than usual. Yeah. And really, not not wing it, but roll with it here. Uh, just we literally came up with this concept in the car not a couple hours ago. Uh, and that is, uh, what is our favorite hero, our favorite Link, yeah. from the Legend of Zelda franchise? So, um, I mean, we've got lots to choose from. We have Yeah, and they the, all have the hero of titles, at least most of the bigger ones, so like the hero of time. More of the 3D ones, yeah. Yeah, like the hero of the winds, or is it the hero of the waves? Hero of the winds. Hero of the winds, the hero of twilight. Uh, yeah. Does, is it hero of the wilds, or? I don't know. I don't think he has a name yet. I don't think Breath of the if Wild. If he does, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, you got to look it up. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think, is it the, the, the hero of dreams might be Link from Link's Awakening? Yeah. I would it, imagine because you're in, you know, Koholand Island's a dream world, so. Yeah, I always liked um, when that game got referenced. I don't remember a lot about that game because I played it when I was so young. I beat the DX version right, on Game same, Boy Color. But. Same. I had the DX and somehow I scraped through and got to the very end and I just don't remember how I did it. Yeah. Like you're little and you have, I think that's half the games you have when you're younger. You're just, you beat them all, but now you think back and you're like, I had that much time. Holy crap. How did I do that? God. Well, fuck. I still have time. I don't know how I, how I manage it, but like, it's more I'll, difficult now. You know? Yeah. Like I, I beat fucking let's go Pikachu like that. And we didn't do an episode on it because it just wasn't, it's just not yeah, a lot it's there. Pokemon but... Yellow. You can we can yeah. do that anytime. Yeah, that's what it was. It was just a, not a one to one remake, but it was very close. Yes, it was very. So it's close. like there really wasn't a whole lot that could fill forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah, but uh, hero hero of time link. He does he remain hero of time or does he become like the hero of Termina or like when he goes to the Majora's Mask storyline? Oh, Jesus, I don't know. Um, I do. Oh, oh, oh! Hold on. I found a list of his titles. So, Hero of the Skies. Yeah. All right. We've got multiple uh, titles from the same game. We've got the legendary hero. Right. Which I'm assuming is from the original. Probably the original. The very yeah, first. OG. Yeah. Then we've got from Ocarina of Time, Sworn Brother from Darunia, uh, the Hero of Time, the Boy Without a Fairy from the uh, yeah, the Kokiri. Yeah. Kokiri. Uh, the Dodongo Buster. Um, Never once was he called that. Yeah. I oh, I, I, you know what? I think Darunia's son called you that. Yeah. Also named whatever you named Link. He was a ghost hunter, apparently. Yeah. Hero of the Essences was Oracle of Ages. Oh. The Zora hero, Oracle of Ages. Uh, Wind Waker, he's known as the Wind Waker, the Hero oh, of the Winds. Hero of the Winds, yeah. Yeah, he's got both of those ones. Right. Wind Waker and Hero of the Winds. Um, What's FSA? Four Swords Adventure? Yeah, yeah, Hero of Light. There you go. Thank you. Just pure, just Hero of Light, that's it. Yeah, Hero of Light. All four of them? Yes. Well, it's him, but he's been split into the... the, the all. The, he's been split into like the spectrum, the light spectrum. Gotcha, yeah. that's right. Um, Four Swords person. and Twilight Princess. He's known as Hero. Uh, the Ordonian in um, Twilight yeah. Princess. He's from the Ordon province. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go for the big ones, because this is, this is for, for fucking long. Um, Master Link. Um, Messenger to the Heavens. That's a good one uh, from Twilight Princess. Oh no, he he's the wait. Okay, I think he's you know. Okay, there was a there was a prelude, mm-hmm. uh, manga before the Skyward Sword, which there was a link thousands of years ago, and he helped in casting the spell with the goddess Hylia to like make Skyloft rise out of Hyrule. Ooh. So maybe that's the one they're talking about there because he was like the ordained messenger of the goddess. And then I, you had Hero of the Skies. Well, was, it says Twilight Princess. I'm going to assume that that's oh, because I, I of, said it is Skyward Sword. I'm no, sorry. that was that was Twilight Princess. Oh, I, I jumped. I jumped the gun there. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, because he goes to the uh, the Uku place, I think. Yes. Um, which right. is the 
freakiest thing. Yeah, that's what they called him. That's what they called him there. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, we've got the Hero of Twilight. That's what, yeah, Hero of And Phantom Hourglass, he's known as the uh, Hero Chosen by the Ocean King. Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, Skyward Sword, he's the Chosen Hero and the Hero of the Skies. All right. Uh, a Link Between Worlds, he's just the Hero of High World. <laughs> I got lazy there. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, Hero of the Wild. That's what I thought. It's always Hero of. Yeah. You know. Um, and uh, the Knight Who Sacrificed Himself for the Princess as well. Wow. That's a long What a one. title. Well, there's also the Hero Awoken from a Long Slumber, but I wasn't going to touch Yeesh. that one. Yeesh. Yeah. I'll say Hero of the Wilds. Yeah. You just take the last part of the title, and you go, mm. oh, the Hero of Time. Yeah. <laughs> the Hero of Masks, but Jesus. he's also the Hero of Time. All right. So we've got technically you got the Legend of Zelda. They didn't even do Link's Awakening. I, you know what? He's the chosen hero. He didn't. He didn't have a title for that. Well, game, the, no, because uh, he's the original. Isn't he the OG Link, or is he the Link from? Uh, oh no, Link's Awakening is Legendary Hero. Okay, that's, so he's the original Link. Yeah, L.A. That's the, Link's okay. Awakening. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I kept thinking it was okay. Is he Link from uh, a Link to the Past, or is he Link from the original Legend of Zelda? So he's from the original. Yeah. So we've got these. Wow, that's a lot of games. Um, yeah, when you look back at it. Yeah, I'm looking back. It's God, so many, and there's no specific title for um, for Majora's Mask. Well, he's Hero of Time. He's got a nickname in Majora's Mask, Mister Fairy Grasshopper, but that's about it. Yeah, just the nicknames he was called. Yeah, but no, Hero of Time. no title. Just because the Ocarina of Time plays like a vital role in that game. Yeah, like he remembers everything he learned. Like that's like I love the story because he's there and he's truly helpless. Like I saved my home realm from like our Satan. But now I'm in like this whole different dimension, and I I'm just this fucking kid. Yeah. And like only to be like, hold on, I have the Ocarina of Time. You know, like I have this gift from Hyrule. My whole previous, my previous, and it has more power here than it did back right, home. Like my all my previous adventures, I have this flashback to Princess Zelda. Yeah. And now it's time to use the whoa. Time works differently here. Yeah, that's well, okay, like a really um, cool revelation. Before we get into this, are there any Zelda games you didn't play? Uh, and I'm not counting the CDI ones because fuck those right, ones. No, they're not, uh, yeah, right, right. Uh, I, I, I don't remember playing Link's Awakening. Uh, okay. But I did. I like Sorry, I don't remember what happened. Yeah. I do remember like, oh, you wake up the windfish and then you wake up. I remember specifically for Link's Awakening getting the chain chomp to eat those flowers <laughs> guarded the cave. Yeah, I love that part. Um, Because I spent a month on that. Yeah. I, I couldn't figure it. To one of my friends, like, oh, the chain chomp eats the flowers. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also remember the shopkeeper that you don't want to steal from. He's oh, like. Uh, I don't remember him, but he's, he's been a meme for a while. Skyrim levels of power. Like in Skyrim, he accidentally steals a wheel of cheese, and the, the shopkeeper also turns out to be a grand mage. And you're just like, why are you throwing fireballs at me? You're a tavern winch. What the hell? And you run away from him, and you go across the right, entire you game. fast travel. And, and 30 hours later, they catch thief! Up. Yeah, they found you, man. They, the AI, <laughs> the radiant AI, they've been tracking you. Yeah. And I think this is on, like, Fact Fiend. Check him out on YouTube. He had the whole thing, like, the AI was too smart. He looked up the facts about Bethesda. Yeah. They would, like, uh, there was, like, that drug, Scoom or Skooma or whatever. Like, there were skooma addicts that would, like, murder, like, a, a, an essential NPC in, like, a mage side quest because he was, like, making skooma in a lab. The AI would see come out and all these, like, drug addicts would go kill him for skooma. And, like, they didn't anticipate that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anyway, that's a tangent about another fantasy series. Yeah, but, um, like, okay, so you don't remember playing I don't. Directing, I haven't did. played the GBA co-op games. I like I have my Hyrule Historia. That's how I know about Four Swords Adventure. Okay, I actually did play Four Swords I remember by myself, like a loser. Right. Um, that's be, why I didn't play. It. I didn't uh, have friends on the GameCube, and I did it without the fucking Game Boy attachments uh, that you're supposed to have for your friends to all play together. I played it by myself, and I beat it, and I don't remember anything. <laughs> yeah. It just seems the handheld ones, like other than that, yeah. I mean, even like a uh, a link between worlds. I didn't play Triforce Heroes. It was the same here. Didn't play. Yeah, that. and well, I, that felt like a mini game collection. To I me, didn't but. play Oracle of Ages or Seasons at that point. I think I was kind of out of Game Boy stuff. I yeah, didn't have money I did. for it or whatever. The thing. I did. Oh, actually, an old buddy of ours, uh, Dan Clark. Oh yeah, Dan he's Clark. the one that got me into him because he's like, well, I, I thought it was just like a, a dumb. We gotta get him on the podcast. Yeah, cool guy. I remember yeah. him. He was like a big time Nintendo Zelda. But I remember it's like my sophomore year of high school and I'm like, 
he was playing one of them if i remember correctly i'm like oh is that like the zelda for the game boy and he's like yeah and i'm like is it good and he's like this is amazing did you play link's awakening and even then i'm like i remember playing it i don't remember what i did specifically (laughs) for most of it outside of a chain chomp and an epic shopkeeper yeah uh and he's like well it's like the same engine and like they're still using that engine It's, it's almost the same they're just as good and he actually taught me about the canon he's the one that's like you know it's actually all like they're different links in different time periods and it's all supposed to be strung together. Like, I didn't know that. I thought every Zelda title was like its own interpretation of the story, just redone and in different with different, a different, like a paint. Yeah. Always done with a different face, a different mask. That was me too. Until, um, about, what was it like seven years ago, eight years ago when they did that. There's a timeline. Well, before the timeline, there were like people like theorizing like, all right, here's what I think the timeline is. Right. And they did it. And even now, I still think the timeline's bullshit. The whole Link's failure shit. Yeah, that that was that was them. Uh, I think they had to eat their words because that was just Nintendo. Them being like, "Yeah, there's a timeline," and people are like, "Okay, do it, make it official." And they're like, "Uh, okay, we want to respect our fans." And then they had to think really hard, like, "How can we work this in?" But the problem is, is that like they're that shouldn't. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, we got to work. Okay, you know what? Tell you, we'll have a diverging timeline if Link should ever die in the like, Ocarina of Time. Like, there should be two time streams splitting from Ocarina of Time. Right. Young Link, adult Link. Right. That's it. Because by opening up the death timeline, you've got a separate death timeline for literally every single yeah, game. Yeah, at any time. Yeah. At any time. Right. Yeah. Sorry. That drives me crazy. Yeah. Like I said, we're going to be kind of free-balling it. Yeah. This is the fun. We're just discussing Zelda with a very specific endpoint where we want to get yeah. to. So now that we know what games we haven't played, that sort of narrowed down our field of links that we know. Yes. And which one we think would be our favorites. Yes. I, we actually didn't go over what's the, the – I think it's the Hero of the Minish. But <laughs> oh, that wasn't even on the list of titles. I forgot the Minish cap. Yeah. Which I, is like I thought – I played that one and I loved that one. I played 30 minutes and ah, I didn't like it. Really? Oh God, it's such a great, it's, it's like, it's, it, it was, it, it was okay. the closest you can get to a link to the past again. Yeah. Full, my, beautiful 16 to 32 bit. It was My awesome. problem was, is that I was playing this in an era where the Xbox 360 and the Wii U was beginning and to the come PS3, out. Right. All that stuff was out. You meant the Wii U. You said Wii U. Well, yeah, no, I, the Wii U was out at that time when I played it. Oh, that you were playing it on the Wii I was U. playing it on an emulator for my PC. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, it's fine. I thought you were um, talking about when it first came out. You're no, saying but, when you no, got but, around to getting but to these, it. But these systems were out. Okay, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I never played this game. Let me see what it's like. And I just, I feel like a, like a dick, but I just have a really hard time playing games where the graphical quality is less than what the current graphical quality should be. <sighs> I feel bad. Like I love cinema and film, mm. but I'm kind of like that for older films, like black and white films. Right? It's like I, it's like it's like I, I don't like black right. and white films. It's like, I know it's a classic. Yeah. I understand why it's important to film history. I could even learn about it. I would love to read about the making of it, but I just can't devote an hour and fifteen minutes to an hour and a half, like because that's how long it'd be back then. I've, it just it doesn't entertain me. As a kid, I feel like a sinner. I feel so dirty when I right. tell people that. Like as a kid, I was super like anti black and white films. Yeah, well, that's because um, you're like a young kid and you want to see what's new and exciting and cool. Yeah, and not just that, but right. like also just they there's a different style to the cinema and they're just slower. But like as things have gone on, I've realized that like they're important and I should watch them. I shouldn't watch them repeatedly like I do in my favorite movies. Um, but like, yeah, I should at least see them once. Right. You know, no, I went through a similar Get around phase. to it. Yeah. Like that, like that time a few years back when I was like, I haven't seen a single Ghibli movie. Let me watch them all. Right. Um, you know, so yeah. I did the same thing. It's like, hey, uh, I had like this like little streak where I was like, hey, I had to watch like the classic universal horror monster anthology. No, don't do it. I couldn't. <laughs> I watched like The Wolfman, which that was my favorite. I actually liked that one. And then I got like to The, uh, the Creature from the Black Lagoon and forced myself to like it. But around Dracula, I'm like, I, I can't do this. You want to do Creature of the Black Lagoon? Just watch Shape of Water. Right. It's it, And it, <laughs> it plays out like an unofficial sequel. Kind of, To yeah. the creature. Like, imagine he gets taken from the Amazon. There you go. That's where it went. Yeah. Know? Anywho. Yeah. Sorry. Speaking Back of. Back to Zelda. Right. <laughs> Back to Tan, Creatures of the Black Lagoon. Tangential. Tangential. Well, hold on. Back to creatures that have sex with, with humans that are fish people. Ruto was fun in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I'm more There's of a, a segue for I'm it. I'm more of a, and I don't know if it's Sidon or Sidon. 
Oh, yeah. Probably Sidon. Uh, it sounds I always, more... I just pronounce it Sidon. Sidon in my okay, head. Okay, that might... Oh, well, there's a word C in it, so that works. Well, S-I-D-O-N, so... Yeah. I, personally, in my head, I just say Sidon. Like, oh, you're sitting on him. Oh, Jesus, no. Yeah. But... <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm sure there's fan art out there somewhere because the internet hit that really fast. Oh, yeah. All the people were crazy about yeah. having sex with Sidon. Right. And yeah. I'm not like going to lie. Him. Mm-hmm. not going to lie. I was always a Daruto. Oh. And I'm sure if Mifa was older, I'd be into her, too. Yeah, Mifa was, to me, Mifa was like little sister level cute. Yeah. Well. I'm like, I don't know. She kind of seems like, like this neat little sister you'd love to have around. Nothing, nothing, to, nothing to bone. You're not boning that fish, sir. <laughs> Debone a fish. Oh. Did they, I thought you could say bone as well. Bone just means you take it out. No, deboning means you're removing the bones. We learned something new. We did. Well, I mean, debone the makes The more a, you know. Debone makes a lot of sense, but I thought that's a bone in general. If you just say the word bone, that means like, you're getting rid of that. We don't want that anymore. No, boning means you're adding D-bone. bones. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Which well, is, that just makes a lot of sense. It's also two. funny because, you know, dicks don't have a single bone in them. But anyway. Right. It's so mostly cartilage. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, speaking of cartilage, I don't know how to segue back to it, but uh, fav- um, off the top of your hold head. Hold on. Speaking of cartilage, you know who didn't have any cartilage? The Stalords and and the Stalfos. we got to work it back to Link. <laughs> they were bony the people. The heroes. The hero shade who might be a Link. The hero of Time Link. He, he was a Stalfos. He didn't have cartilage. Yes, he did not so have speaking cartilage. Speaking of that, Link. Yes. Uh, okay, off the, off the top of your head. And trust me, this is like far more entertaining probably than the <laughs> usual episode. Because at least we've kind of gone off. Like, hey, let's try, let's try to hit these. It's points. only been sixteen minutes, and we've had like seventeen tangents. Right, That's more right. tangents well, than we have a one minute. per minute. <laughs> but see, the eight people were self-aware here, so hopefully this is fun. Because at least we catch ourselves on totally. Oh now. god! But uh, off the top of your head, just like if you could just say it, blurt it. It's a favorite link, without having to justify it yet. Oh god. Uh, my brain it keeps going back to Breath of the Wild, but I don't think he's my favorite. Honestly. It doesn't even have to be true. You could actually change it in a couple ah! of minutes. When you actually break it down, you can change it. Yeah, my, my brain is saying Breath of the Wild because of all the funny memes that should have seen okay. out there. So you're, you're attached to him outside of the, like, the word, that word again. You're outside of the diegesis, outside of the reality of the game. You're attached to him in that sort of way. Like, if I knew what diegesis meant, diegesis, maybe. But diegesis yes. means everything within the story. So okay. you're attached. You're attached to him in a way that isn't anything he did within that story. It's, yeah, more, it's what the internet has made him. There's this dorky little comic I found where, like, it shows Sidon looking at the statue of Mifa in the. Zona oh, I love City. that. It's hilarious. And he's just like Mifa. If I, I would do anything to see you one last time. I, I love you, my sister. You know the whole thing. And Link's like, Hey, I got an idea. And he uses Revali's skill to fly up into the air. And then he doesn't turn on his fucking um, yeah. his parasite. He's got like one heart left. He slams into the ground, and Sidon's like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And then Mifa's spirit shows up, and just like Mifa's you know, grace is, uh, yeah, it was my pleasure. It's my, my pleasure to, right. to, to help you. And Sidon's like, "Link, what the fuck?" And he's like, "Hey, did you see her?" And Link's like, "Did you see?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit like that is why I like Breath of the Wild. And there's Link. there's detail in that. That there too, because everything he does, you can do in game. Because yeah. you see him doing the thinking pose from his selfie, and then he does the "I have an idea" and he holds up the the finger. Yeah, that's also what you could do in a selfie. Yeah, and then he whoosh, <laughs> and then he has like one heart left. Anyways, falls to his death. Mifa revives him. So like all of it, you can reenact if you want to do it in game and make it a Gary's mod. <laughs> yeah, and Link's like, YouTube did you video. see her? And Sidon's like, Link, what the, uh, fuck? what the fuck are you talking about, man? God, it's so fucking good. Um, Off but, the top of my head. Yeah, you. Go. I Flat out, I just bl- blurred out Hero of the Winds. All right. But I... And I but now, hold on. We'll hold talk on. more. We'll talk more because I could also choose when hold I justify you, you say Hero of the Winds. Um, that reminds me. Did you ever play Phantom Hourglass? I did. I played both of the DS and ones. And Spirit Tracks? Eventually, yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Spirit Tracks, he has a title as well. Hero of the... Rail yard or hero, hero of, of the, the wastelands, or hero of the tracks, hero of the steam engines, hero of new height rule. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with hero of the winds. All right, cool. Why is off the top of my head thinking? It's like he. This is commonly said. He's the most expressive, but I also like how he's the one that the odds are so stacked against, and he gives no fucks. He's like he. Okay, that. You know how Link seems to transcend being a 10-year-old kid? Yeah. He's so brave and badass. It doesn't matter what age he is. He's just the fearless, quiet hero. That Link is genuinely such a 9- to 10-year-old kid, and that's why I love it. Like, 
the, the odds are stacked against him and he genuinely is like frightened and scared and doesn't know what to do and like he gets through all of it anyways and i love that about the hero of the winds from the wind waker yeah like you know in that one too he's also got a family like it, he starts his adventure trying to save his sister which i also love that twist like that's the yeah, first thing you has. saw had a family yeah sister and a grandmother and like, you're like oh my gosh it's so cute he's got this little support group he's got he's got a group of friends the pirates and like he just meets more and more people that are a part of his kind of his entourage as he goes through the game, and I just love it. I also love King of Red Lions too. He's a fun character, definitely. And like it turns out he's the king of Hyrule in the previous era before Hyrule got flooded, and he's just been like this spirit trapped, frozen in time that can possess a ship. Uh, it's like really sad when you think about it. But yeah, I love yeah. Hero of the Winds. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I'm fuck it. I'm gonna change my mind as I'm talking. I also love Hero of Twilight. That's a fun one, but I think that game, um, that Link suffers from not Midna, but the other characters around him. That Link is not, he feels like he's not the hero within his own story. He feels like he's like the, that's why I like it. He feels like this really cool side character that helped to usher in fate. Because it feels like Midna is like the main character. You know right? who Twilight Princess Link is? Go for it. He's Kevin Flynn from Tron. Yeah. He's just there to put things into motion. He doesn't yeah. actually ever do anything. Yeah. Until the final battle. Like, think about that. Like, he's just like a farmer in the beginning. Like, oh, the kids got kidnapped. Oh, no, go save them. Oh, sure, I'll go save them. Yeah, and Tron, then he gets wrapped Tron's up into the one like... that does everything. Right. Ke- right. You know, Kevin Flynn just like helping out. Yeah, exactly. You he's know, a... sort of stumbling through the motions he's until a... he gets to think the end. Think about that final boss battle. Like, Zelda's a huge part of that finale. And Link's just like, sure, I'll ride the horse so you can shoot Ganon. And it feels like it's like Zelda and Ganon's fight. And like, he just feels very much like, I'm just here to help usher in and have things rolling. But yeah. he kind of goes through his own cool adventure on the way. You know? Although, you know, there is one thing that I do, I need to put in his favor, Twilight Princess Link's favor. The fact that you can defeat Ganondorf with a fishing rod. Right, yeah. Oh, I love I, I, But I like how characters refer to him uh, in, throughout the story several times. And it's uh, it's like, you know, they, they, keep calling, like, they keep calling him, you truly are great. Because you could tell that that Link doesn't think anything great about himself. Yeah. He's just a rancher, you know. He's just a farmer. Like, and how yeah. many times is he framed as a godlike figure? Like, this is like the part where you save Colin on the bridge of Elden. Yeah. And after you beat the Bacoblin King for, like, the second time, he does, like, the leap on the horse and holds his sword up. <laughs> and he's like, it's against holy light, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, like, Midna's like, eh, this is my story, but this kid, the, the kid, he'll save us. This kid's going to save us. He's the one. He's the one, Zelda, you know? But... <laughs> Link's just sitting there like, this, this little imp is talking to the princess. like, And you feel it's more their story. Or at least he feels well, it's their story, not his. It, <laughs> like, it, it is very much, at least, it's hard to say this um, about other Zelda games. Twilight Princess very much is the legend of Zelda. Yeah, for once. Um, well, so is like, Breath of the Wild for that matter. True. Like, think about that adventure she's having. She's like, I'm holding Ganon off in this castle with all of my might for like a hundred years. I also have an issue with it saying that that one is about her per se. Because, yes, even if you get all the flashback memories and you see what's going on, that is the legend. What happened a hundred years ago is the legend of Zelda. This is like Link's redemption. Mm-hmm. So the game you're playing is Link's story. Yeah. And the, yeah. the game, the, the, the events that happened beforehand were the legend of Zelda. Because other than warning you that, like, it's a blood moon, she doesn't really <laughs> have anything to do with anything. The blood moon rises again. Fucking blood yeah. moons. Yeah, you just, you, I always have her say that much, and then I always cancel it. Oh, definitely. It sounds epic, never like, the blood moon rises once again. I just hated watching God. Like, if only... my Okay, tangent. The only thing that I wish would change about the Blood Moon system is that they would actually show some of the actual mobs that I killed coming back to life, as opposed to just the same 12 stock goblins. Right, right. right. You know? And And the Zalfos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's always that that same fort, that same That'd be cool. Like, you you kill so many enemies, it'd be cool to at least just hone in on one Lionel that you killed. Like, a specific... Uh, enemy in a specific or place, a Hinox. and then show them coming back to life. Just like, remember that guy you kid out in the field, like maybe two hours ago. We're gonna make him a part of the cutscene this time. Like, and even, have it, have it be generally be fucking greater if it happened. Like you killed a Lionel, all right. You got like one health left, Blood Moon, and the 
camera knows that you're right near where it spawns. Oh, man. So it shows that line little like growing out of the ground like, I'm back, bitch. Yeah. And you're like, no. And it has sword. you in the frame like, oh, God. Hit. <laughs> Hit we go again. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and to be honest, I think out of all the links, Breath of the Wild Link is the most expressive. With the exception of maybe Hero of the Winds. Yeah, I think they they brought a lot of the expressiveness from him to the Breath of the Wild Link. Yeah, and I love when they did the uh, the Champions Ballad DLC. You could like mm-hmm. find in each town now they added additional the diaries you can read from the heroes, and it turns out Link's like the most talkative motherfucker. Like I love it. It's specifically it was uh, Daruk's uh, diary. It's like man, that Link he can talk and he can put the food away. Like at first I thought he was like a stiff little Hylian. Oh my stiff upper lip, and I'm better than all you. But oh, I love this kid. And you turn the page, he's like, yeah, Link was telling me earlier about, you know, how he chooses to stay silent when he's on duty. Like, that's when you discover it's like a vow he took. At least if he's with Zelda, he has to be quiet because it's... But I like, had no idea. Yeah, it's... You didn't know that? I didn't know about any of those books you're talking about, You can man. go... They added diaries you can go read in, like, huts around the towns. Well, I was, they I was getting ready to gear up for a master mode playthrough. Uh, Do it. There's diaries. Weeks. That'd be fucking awesome. Maybe, okay, maybe you guys learned something in this podcast. Everybody, there are diaries that they added, and it's the heroes, uh, the specific hero from that culture in that town. And they, they're pretty long. It's like reading, like, a... A Resident Evil uh, file or something. It, they, you can read 15 pages. They, they go on forever. And it builds up to like the moment where they're like, something bad's happening at the castle. Better go to the the Divine Beast now. And that's when you know it's like their final. Yeah. It, it goes from really happy to like really sad. But yeah, like you learn like, oh, Link's clearly very talkative. And while sitting at a table, you could imagine Link just being Joe Pesci. Like, yeah, whatever. I was over there with the, oh, I'm not just eating chicken legs. Hey, Jabuk, you going to finish that? Like, that's the way he makes Link sound, which yeah. is utterly hilarious. Now, here's the interesting thing. Now, eh. We're talking about personality. And obviously, that discounts quite a few <laughs> links. Right. Like, all like of the every 2D. Every single one of them. <laughs> Especially all of the, the 2D. All of the 2D links. Right. Um, with maybe the exception of um, Link Between Worlds. Because you see people reacting to what Link does or doesn't do. Right. And there'll be, like, exclamation points about, like, what? You know, if something surprises him. Right, right. So he has some personality there, but it's hard to express. Right. Right. Him jumping into the wall and becoming a was that pastel or chalk painting? Right, he's going to become a hieroglyphic. I mean, that had a lot of personality in it, but I I don't think I'd call that expressive. Yeah, I I think I get what you mean, but uh, to me, I just kind of funnel it down to the GameCube era. Yeah, if I had to go with my favorite, you you say that, but also, like I said, I love Majora's Mask Link, but it's more I like the situation he's put into. And how he overcomes it, but it's not really his personality. Now he doesn't have a lot of his. facial expressions. Right, the limitation of the GameCube and stuff. The, but in sixty-four. Can, yeah. Sixty-four. You're right. Um, sorry. Um, I have the GameCube now version the 3DS. that was ported over. But yeah. yeah. Um, like bad stuff happens around him, and he like just starts looking around, like what, what? That's the most you know? he ever does. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Oh, this fairy's flying around me. Um, you know, or he like stares and something. Well, fly, the you camera see, flies he's you face. see, he's constantly traumatized and frightened. Like you know, he's getting uh transformed into a Deku scrub, and he's like running from all of them, covering his ears, and like yeah, that's like one of the few times you see Link like and ah, when, what's and happening? When he puts on any mask. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love. <laughs> Yeah, I love how they. Uh, in oh, that Twilight... was a fun waveform on the fucking. All right, sorry. I love the Twilight Princess. They finally got smart with it. Like, hey, you can't turn into a wolf here. They'll freak the fuck out. But like, you can go. I used to have fun. I'd run up to like the little bomber gang members, like prepare to face the wrath of Goron Link, and I'd put on the mask in front of them, and like they don't do anything. Yeah. That guy just turned into a fucking Goron. Yeah. He he ripped his shirt. It was like the watching the Hulk. <laughs> like. <laughs> They do nothing. Like, oh, yeah, God. that blood curdling scream and the eyes are all cracked and like it's like you know it's like that scene in the mall. It's like he can't take the mask off. It's beginning to cover his whole body and take over. It's not that. That's what I was about to say. It's taking over his soul. It's uh, apparently like the concept is it's it's Link inhabiting the body of that person. Yeah. At the same time that that mask has their spirit in it, so it's him inhabiting a space also with some of their consciousness in my mind it's their two souls fusing together fusing together yeah. right so it's it's one it's a dead person coming back to life 
<laughs> being yep. resurrected. So it's the kind of the, their death knell is they're shrieking in agony. And him also, oh, I'm being possessed. My mind's being invaded by yeah. another soul. And like, he's doing it on purpose. Right. And he has to constantly. do it. Constantly. Yeah. However, the only time you can. This is really traumatic. The only Shit. time it's not traumatic is when you switch from one to another. Oh, yeah. It's... Yeah. It has the, the mask removing animation. Animation, yeah. But it's also like a Zord with a Goron face, which yeah, is hilarious. Yeah, I know. I love it. Yeah, that's a lot of you know. I didn't even know about that until like must have been another friend in school told me about that. Like you know, you don't have to take one off and then put the other on. You know, you can just put another one on top of what you have, and you can go from like you said, Goron to Zora Link. And I'm like, fuck, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. It really helps. It speeds things up. <laughs> it saves time, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I'm locking him out the list. I think Matt Pat decided he's the most powerful Link. Well, in terms he has of like the fierce DD mask. Well, well, he has all the masks. Yeah, that's true. With all the masks at his disposal, he has almost any ability you could think of as a protagonist slash fantasy hero. Yeah, kind of invisibility, super speed, um, dancing. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Careful, we'll get copyright struck. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing that was a shittier edition. It was. Like we can fight this copyright and be like, nah, that was like that wasn't an A. That was a, that was a flat E that he's saying. Um, it's you not can. The same. Uh, you can see ghosts. Um, you can talk Smell to things. zombies. You, yeah. can... you can see the invisible. Yeah. Or the forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. So he just and also he also had a big set of it was his inventory. You can talk to frogs. Right. <laughs> that important power. The Don Garrow troop. Ooh. Okay. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm as much as I would like to say like something less new is my favorite, like. Okay, if we're talking game, I can tell you a game, and that wouldn't be... I think we did talk game during the uh, the Breath of the Wild episode. Yeah. And I think I said it was Ocarina because of the memories, the nostalgia right. thing. No, that was my first that, Zelda That too. Majora, like, back and forth. But Breath the, of the Wild, it's a superior link. Right. I mean... Hey, dude, the older you get, the more objective you think about things. Like, like you're, you're more like, listen, I love Ocarina of Time. It has to be my favorite. But well, okay. objectively, you right, know, and then you think about the other talk, We've been talking personality and story. How right. about best Link via his abilities items? Well, Like we said, the best one would be Majora's Mask. So let's right. discount him, put him off well, the side. Other people, other fans, like, oh, I've played Zelda for 30 years. And, uh, it seems the most common one, like the best inventory due to his abilities, would mm-hmm. be the Link from uh, Link's Awakening. He easily has the best inventory, apparently, I don't remember a lot of his inventory. Me either. I remember the rock feather because that was one of the few links the you jump, could, yeah. you could just fucking front flip. Uh, personally, the Minish Cap link also has a very good inventory. That's when they brought. In. I know he can shrink. That's it. They had like gust bellows, which is dude. I love the gust bellows. Yeah. But I gotta say, man, I love Skyward Sword's inventory. I think that link is very powerful. I have one problem with Skyward Sword's inventory. And it's a very predictable problem to have with Skyward Sword's inventory. That problem being fee. Yeah. I have no problem with the rest of his inventory. And I especially love the fact that technically you can consider a Loftwing a part of his, his inventory, his moveset, his, right. his stuff. Um, versus Epona. Um, I have a soft spot for Epona. I love Epona. Right. She was my first horse. Right. Um, but uh, I've named every horse in every game of Pona after that. So yeah, Pona will always be my horse. Same here. <laughs> in every game that has a horse that you can name. Yeah, Red same Dead here. Redemption 2. <laughs> Sky, uh, Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, um, but, like, um, I think the Loftwing would be really, really helpful, and all of his items are special and fantastic. Think about this, though. He jumps from And the, the Skyward Strike is pretty cool, too. Yes, it is. Yeah. But... Hold it aloft and let the power... Flow through you. But you've got fee. And, you know, if I had that stuff in real life right now, I couldn't get in my car. I couldn't leave my house without feeling like, in order to leave your house, you have to turn the doorknob yeah. to get out to, to, and open the door. <laughs> no shit, you know Okay, yeah, fee, shut up. Go away. Uh, all right, I got, I got to go to work. Hey, I've set your sword to douse for where your work is. I know where my work is. Literally before we started this, he's like, "We need to learn to lower our voices and not like shout into our microphones." No, and now we're shouting no, into our microphones. No, I said we need to raise our voices because in the last episode we started out really oh, quiet, quiet and then got loud, and then we got louder. Oh. We needed to be somewhat consistent throughout, and I'm yelling now, which is slightly higher than what we were doing when we first started, but still, it's important. 
Yeah, gotcha. Understood. <laughs> uh, also, Skyward, uh, the hero of the skies, he has no fear leaping from 30,000 feet into the air. And <laughs> just well, like. Okay, okay. Hold on. You his say fearlessness that. is part of his inventory. You say that. But remember what happened when Zella shoved him off of the off of Skyloft before he knew his bird was there. Oh, he's shrieking. He thinks he's going to die. Yeah. When, <laughs> when, when his bird doesn't show up, he's he, like. He did. Ah! Yeah. And then Zelda has to save him. But yeah, but he grows into a hero. This is like, I'm going to leap from my crimson loft wing on down to Hyrule. Because I know I have a parasail. And, and I have a parasail, yes. Um. Which, of course... It's also you know, a great part of your inventory, but you also have that in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. You know, I am going to give you one um, one up for the Skyward Sword Link being the best. And uh, that person's name is Groose. Yes. <laughs> if you have Groose on your side, like, all things are possible. True. Truly. Truly. Starts off as a dick, but then just becomes a complete asset. Yeah. Asshole to asset. Yes, exactly. The, the, whole, the, the whole range of asses. Right, he goes. Yeah, he goes. He goes right down the ass range. I don't know how else to. Fr- I don't know how else to phrase that. The ass spectrum. You could segue into the ass spectrum. Oh Jesus! Aspergers. He goes from Aspergers to to the asset. It's great. Oh God! But no, yeah. Um, he definitely helps make that game more fun. At least when he dude, I, joins dude, your team. Everybody, everybody thinks that's like that's an ironic fandom. Like all the Groose lovers, and I was like, no, that's a genuinely great fucking character. Like, like he's an ass. Yeah, and like you genuinely of, like this character. One of those man children who's like, I'm gonna get the girl like Gaston. Right. And then yeah. he's like, dude, he is Gaston. Yeah. All right. Um. I'm not an asshole anymore. I, I want to help. I, I I realize that there's some serious shit going on, and I want to be a helpful person. Right. And, and like, dude, he's also clearly an engineer of some sort because he thought he was completely useless, and he builds like, a he, fucking he, cannon. You got to remember, he's at an academy when you meet him. He's the bully at the academy. Like, yeah. that's clearly what he's learning. He must be their engineer. Yeah. Like, he was bound to like do the upkeep on Skyloft. You know, well, it's not a machine, but. Yeah. Walk around fixing things, hoping it stays in the sky, hoping it doesn't plummet back down to Hyrule. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go with uh, Skyward Sword Link's pretty good, but I, I guess I'm going to have to go right back to like the, the one I've picked as my favorite that I'll, I'll have to fight for. Yeah. This guy controls like every force of nature. He controls the wind. Um, Rain and storms as well. He can disperse them, but he can't summon them, I believe, right? I think he you can, you can cause it to rain. Maybe not. I know. I know. You, 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 you can summon a whirlwind. You can change the direction of the wind. Well, hold on. You summon a whirlwind to fast travel. You, you don't actually summon it to like cause damage or anything. But like he uses a whirlwind to fucking ride on. Like okay, we're to understand within if he had to, he could just like summon that whirlwind. I suppose. Like the game won't allow you, but like think about the rules of the world, man. He can have that thing come in and just like slam a boss, but he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, he also can go from day to night. So can Ocarina of Time Link. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the songs you could do. He can uh, he can possess statues, specific statues, but that's a unique power. Yeah. Think about how much stone is out there on the sea. If if that was possible, he could just like wait, possess a statue. Wait, which one? Uh, Wind Waker Link. It's like it's only in the Tower of the Gods, apparently. But oh yeah, okay. Like, come on. Yeah. Ma! Sorry. He uses the Wind Waker. I was thinking Dominion Rod from uh, from Twilight Princess. It's a lot like that. But yeah. What? He like well, he gets into the mind because you see him like he can jump into the statue. Yeah, <laughs> he's true. controlling it with his mind. He's possessing it. Yeah, he's but, also possessing your your bird friend and uh, the Korok. Uh, obviously, yeah, because he's, yeah, he's, he's doing the same like, like the mind control, the Professor yeah. Xavier. Like, oh, I'm having a vision. Yeah. Uh, what else can he do? He can speak. First of all, he's not a complete mongoloid who rarely ever says anything. He says, come on, in, t- in several different ways. There's the, oh, come on, get me out of here, come on. And then you can also yell, come on. And I think he legitimately yells, ouch, on several occasions. When you hit your head, ouch. Yeah, but even a mute person can squawk. Um, but no, he's saying words. He says, like, like I said, he, the way I imitate is the best I can do it. He says, ouch. Does he though? You go, ouch! And like he gets up, <laughs> and you're like, oh, he says, ouch. Does he though? Come on, come on! All right, I'll I'll give you the come on, but and like, he yells, hey, as well, doesn't he? Hey! Oh yeah, the, the, the things like far away. Yeah. 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 
So okay, he can speak, but only key phrases. <laughs> like we don't know, th- we don't know to the extent how much he can yeah, say. Yeah, but he, we know he can compared to other links. True, true. Um, that's why that's part of his expressiveness. Even like a lot of work was done with his eyes, but then they also just say legit gave him the phrases mouth, to and say. And the mouth, yeah, he yeah. does have the ah the gaping mouth when yeah. he's shocked oh. and stuff like that, and he smiles and stuff. So which I love. Yeah, just that, that um, gaping mouth is ooh. And I think, as a, as a rule, I think I prefer the the grapple hook to the claw shot or the hook shot. Do the grapple do that so Indiana Jones, and I love it. Yeah, speaking that of, might be my um, all time favorite Zelda item. Yeah, speaking of Twilight Princess, uh, uh, Link is very uh, Tron and uh, Indiana Jones like. Yeah, you know, Indy in the first one, Raiders of the Lost Ark just doesn't have to be there. Um, yeah, but he right. is there to push the plot along. So. Right, like I said, if you're focusing on Link's actual adventure, he goes on yeah. quite the adventure, and like a lot of people believe in him. He meets like the shade of the past, which is like the hero of time. Apparently, like there's a yeah. lot of people. He's dude. He's a horse. A lot of people are betting on. But then you wonder, like Zelda's clearly having this adventure in that game. She's got her own hood. She's on the move. She's traveling, and you're like, what was Zelda doing? She clearly had plans of her own. Like you can make a spinoff about what Twilight Zelda was up to. Well, for the most part, it's because she's just trapped in the tower. Well, apparently, she's trapped in the tower. Yeah. yeah. But after a certain point, I think after you get up there the first time as a wolf, no, no, she teleports you. Yeah. I thought she leaves after that point. She's able to escape. No, on that I think part. Uh, Ganondorf grabs her and puts her somewhere better. Ah. Because um, remember when you show up. She's not there. Uh, I thought she had like this will of her own, and she was just kind of coming no, to and but, from. No, but uh, when you show up at the very end, she's been possessed by Ganondorf. That's right, because you had to fight possessed Zelda first. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh man, I swear she had like her own. Yeah, Ganondorf agenda. got. So Ganondorf like found out what he what she did, got pissed, and was like, "Oh no, you ain't escaping, and no one's gonna help you because I'm gonna make them fight you." Right. But Actually, hey, this is a fun uh, way to segue right here. What's your favorite uh, Zelda? <laughs> well, you can do that, but I was going to say uh, favorite Ganondorf. Oh, God. Well, technically, in terms of the timeline, these are all different links. These are different children. Yeah. Or teenagers. Mm-hmm. Ten, ten okay. to six, 17 now, year before olds. you say what you're going to say, they're not all the same Ganondorf. Well, depending on the timeline. He, he is very recurring. Um, he has come back many times as the same one. But, like, I'm pretty sure that, like, Zelda, like, 1 and Zelda 2 Ganons are different. And I'm pretty sure that, like, um, like, uh, what was the game? Um, was it Skyward Sword Ganondorf? Uh, no, that was Demise. He's, not, I mean, right. he's, he's like the spirit. He's, he's the original. Like, he's the spirit that becomes Ganon yeah. after a while. Um. So the Prince of Darkness. There was another one that had Ganon in it that wasn't, um, well, shit. I, but for the most part, yeah, he keeps coming back. I do know that Ocarina of Time is apparently the first. Yeah, that's Ganondorf. his first appearance. Yeah. yeah, he's not Ganon yet. But there are, but well, there are other Ganons, I believe. I'm pretty sure he's always the same guy. You just like split the timeline. You Damn can look. It, you can look it up. You have the you have the ability because it goes okay. He's Ganondorf. He's born to the Gerudo. Yeah, and in that story, you see, he becomes Ganon at the end. He activates the Triforce of Power and becomes like the King of Evil and becomes like the giant boar demon thing. I don't think he actually activated that. I think it sort of activated him. Oh, well, vice he, versa. He right? was dead. But that's when but he yeah. becomes like the giant boar, the not not boar boar, uh, the demonic boar thing. Because that you know people most fondly remember him as that, not as a person, a human being. But I'm pretty sure he's the same guy all the way through, no matter where you take the timeline. Well, um, you appear to be correct, because I'm yeah. not seeing a single one where... Yeah, he doesn't have descendants. There's Yuga. Because in the Heroes Defeated timeline, you've got Link of the Past, which is the resurrection of Ganon. Right. Um, or he gets broken out of the the, yeah. the sealed realm. Um, Oracle of Ages and Seasons wasn't really about him, I don't believe, but he was there with the witch at the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, Link's Awakening. If you die, again, gets resurrected. Right. The idea um, is like he keeps getting sealed away and he just keeps breaking out. Link Between Worlds. Yuma brings him back. Uh, Yuga. And Yuga brings him back and, yeah. and merges and with they him. They merge, so he, you might as well make the villain Ganon anyways. Like, yeah. What was the point? Okay, so yeah, he's, he's the same guy. He's, that enti- he's in that entire timeline, um, and then the, he he um, apparently he, he breaks out and creates the he he causes the goddesses to flood Hyrule. He so he, he also survives. Well, that. in in the Heroes Triumphant Child timeline, there's Majora's Mask and the Twilight um, Princess, Twilight Princess, yeah. and Four Swords Adventures. Right. 
So Twilight Princess, yes, he's there. But then you kill him at the end. Yeah, so then the next game is Vati. Well, it says here, Four Swords Adventures, the reincarnation of Ganondorf, the resurrection of Vati. Hmm. So it's like they're both in that game. I have uh, no idea. Might be. I didn't say that's one of the ones. I, I know Vati's the villain. So yeah, I played the Minish I, I know I played Four Swords, but I don't remember him being in that. And he's not even in Link's Awakening. Yeah, and then just... in the adult timeline, he's sealed away. Right. He's and resurrected. Right, he just breaks out over and over. Hyrule is shielded and flooded. Then you have Wind Waker, Phantom Hourglass. And then he comes back once again in Spirit Track, but they don't call him. It's Malgus or whatever. They don't call him Ganondorf, but it's his face on the train, on the demon train. Right. It's called the Demon King Maladus. Maladus, that was it. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing at the end of Wind Waker, when you kill him, uh, he's dead, dead. And it's another reincarnation, like, because Demise became Ganondorf, right. Maladus is the new one. Right, right. Yeah. But uh, off the top of my head, man, I also have to go with Wind Waker. Like, it's so cool. He's like this ancient samurai. Dude, he's given up, like, transforming. Even at that point, dude, he doesn't even transform into, like, the demon Ganon. He's given up. He just has, like, those demonic puppets. Yeah. Of days gone by. And he's I'm like, he's like this regal old samurai. And he doesn't care anymore. And he's just, he's so ancient because clearly he's just been literally floating around Hyrule for, like, 800 years or whatever. Yeah. He's just. He's just being evil and having a good time. There's... I think I think I prefer him in Twilight Princess. Ganondorf, my favorite Ganondorf would be Twilight Princess Ganondorf. Because, like, once again, he's up to the same old tricks where he's manipulating somebody to do his bidding for him until he gets free. That being Zant. And then um, once he gets free, he is so fucking powerful. He not only has the ability to possess Zelda... But he can also become himself and the giant boar thing um, whenever he wants. Right. Um, and the only reason why he doesn't do the boar thing is because he is limited in that form as a charging, as, ferocious beast. As we saw. And he wants to get up close and personal, which is why he goes horseback and then which, sword to sword. I guess I get you. Because, like, so, what was it? In uh, in, think, in Wind Waker, you could have sword fought him. You yeah. could have fought him sword to sword, but you didn't. Because I remember he pulls those swords out, and you're like, whoa! And then you just kind of avoid his sword attack. Yeah. Whereas in Twilight Princess, you guys have a legitimate Western duel. By the way, Twilight Princess, mm -hmm. heavily inspired by American Westerns. I'm sure. Because if you look at all of them, they each have, like like I said, I always thought each Zelda was a, a certain well, dude, cultural spin. Well, Kakariko Village is an old Western town. Yeah, it's like Native Americans <laughs> and like the whistle, you know, the Wild West whistling and stuff. Yeah. So that's like very much the, it's, it's the gunslinger, but more of a sword slinger versus the, it's the high noon duel, you know. And hell, you start off as a farmer, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, also you're ranch. a rancher. Yeah, and yeah. like, you know, Wind Waker is very much a Celtic pirate. Half pirate yeah. mythos, very much also Celtic mythos, retelling of a Legend of Zelda kind of legend. Skyward Sword's very Castle in the Sky, Ghibli. Yeah, like, dude, type that, style. No, that's, that screams Ghibli. It's yeah. so Japanese anime. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Ocarina of Time is just, just 3D fantasy. They were, they were, they were, they were, they were invoking Tolkien, classic Tolkien esque fantasy. You know? Yeah, but no, yeah. So best link in my mind has got to be. Um, Breath of the Wild, best uh, Ganondorf is, or Ganon has got to be um, Twilight Princess. Yeah. Did you want to do Zelda? Yeah, so uh, mine, uh, I'm doubling up on the Wind Waker, Link, and Ganon. Um, Tetra's I, fun, but remember, she's not... I wouldn't choose Tetra. I wouldn't. She's not actually Zelda. That's why I like her. That, that, yeah. that, you know what? That almost might push me to why I like her, but I have to go Breath of the Wild Zelda. That's the first time we've really learned... You learned so much about her. And like yeah. for once... Like you said that about Twilight Princess, but that one also really feels like equally it's it's Link and Zelda story. Yeah. If anything, like once again there, it's like more of a story about how much money they're betting on Link as a horse. Like they're betting on that proverbial horse so hard. Yeah. But like you learn so much about like what 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 Zelda expects of him, what she puts him through. He basically dies. She's the one that sets into motion him waking up after like a hundred years of resting. Like, yeah. A lot of it's her setting things into motion. But for once, she actually gets this legend. Yeah. And there's also a meta-narrative about, no one cares about me. I'm just the, the princess that no one cares about. I don't want to have to do this. I, w I have right. my own dreams and desires. Or, uh, But she develops into, I want to be the mythical Zelda. And I want to be the princess of power. You yeah. know, <laughs> uh, I want to be She-Ra, princess of power. Uh, so she wants... <laughs> 
very much to be equal to Link because that, that's a meta narrative. It's yeah. always about this guy. This guy saves and he swings the sword and kills Ganon. She's like, I want to be able to do that. I want to be, I want to be a Zelda because apparently she's not more a traditional Zelda at first. She's kind of a science nerd. Yeah, she's very. Uh, Which is why they didn't put that Zelda in Smash Bros. I would have loved to have had a different type of Zelda. With do a com- me I would have too. loved to have had her as a completely different move set. Yeah, like I think what they did was great. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah. Um, I especially love the change of her final smash, but yeah, no. No, to the Breath of the Wild, thought it would. But I had yeah. the two series my favorites. Because um, you learn so much about her. She struggles so much to get the like the mythical powers and stuff. And, yeah. But she, when she does, she kicks a bunch of ass. I'm going to go... She earns it. She earns I'm it. I'm going to go super unexpected. Now, when I first started thinking about this a minute ago, I was like, you know what? Ocarina of Time. Because of the Zelda-Sheik relationship there, mm-hmm. them being the same person. Spoilers! Um... <laughs> Like, that is an interesting dynamic, and it makes her the most prevalent in the series that she's ever been. However, I thought of one that was even better. And that's hard to top in my mind, having Zelda be so present and getting to know her on a level that we previously hadn't, at least until Breath of the Wild. As much as I like Breath of the Wild, and as much as I like Ocarina of Time, Zelda, I gotta say... I prefer Hyrule Warriors Zelda. Now, I might get some hate for that because that game is totally non-canon. Right. And, and that Zelda is totally non-Nintendo it's, Zelda. It's a play set. You know, yeah, like, but like the fact that she can kick so much ass as both Zelda and Sheik is just... It's perfect. Yeah, she's got like the fencers. Sword, and you know. she has personality in all those cutscenes. She's just like, you know, we've got to, we got to get down there and we got to do this. And it's, it's the most dynamic Zelda's ever been. And I, I think that that's a good quality to have in the, in the princess. I've always had a thing where I hate it when the generals hide behind the lines and like send their soldiers forth. Right. But this is a particular Zelda where right. she goes out on front lines. She's like, come on, men, follow me. Ah, follow the princess. Ah, yeah. yeah, like a very much and warrior. And she's a badass princess. She has the armor. She's got a Xena thing oh, going on. Oh, yeah. The I armor. get you. I yeah. get you. I mean, I know it's not an official Zelda, but I honestly think she's best. If I can't pick her, I would probably end up picking Ocarina of Time. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I also I guess you, we can consider Skyward Sword because she's actually the very first Zelda because she we find out every Zelda is technically like the reincarnated goddess. There's a fourth goddess, Hylia. Yeah, like she's actually the god of God. She's the god. Yeah, Hylia, the, the, the other three are under her. Like, yeah, Hylia created uh, she's Meru. God. She's God. She's Zeus. Din and Feror. Right. She's Zeus. She's yeah. Odin. She's she's the creator. The all the, we, the, the all mother. You can't say Zeus because Zeus isn't. The first oh, that's, god. Oh, well, there's Kronos and Gaia The Titan. And and, right, yeah, right. So, I Well, mean, in original mythology, he's actually the, he's the sky. He's the universe. He's the cosmos. Yeah, I mean, Zeus is a, the first technical god because the you, four you get of him were the Titans. But same power you set. You get it. The, the, the leader of the pantheon. Yeah. Yeah, you find out there's a fourth goddess. And you're like, oh, yeah. well, and she's the goddess. You know? Yeah. And then that Zelda. And like, you're kind of, but the problem with that is on the story, like, you're mostly on her tail the whole time. And then she yeah. reveals her plan, like, oh, I was bathing in the uh, the baths of the goddesses to reawaken who I really am. It is I, Hylia, and I am also Zelda. And then let me freeze myself in amber. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite scenes in the entire series. Where he finally catches up to her, and I'm going to save you. She's like, sorry, I have to seal my sa- myself away to hold uh, the, what the giant monster that is Demise. I have to hold him off a thousand years here in the past. Oh, what's his name? The something... The destroyed, the imprisoned, the imprisoned. He, yeah. is now, he is now the imprisoned, and that's like a really sad scene because like Link, Link runs towards her in slow mo, like no, and she holds her hand out and encases herself in the the sacred crystal, the, yeah. the springs from her triforce, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> and he's like beating on it, and she, it, it's kind of sad because it's like through time she's a thousand years back there when he goes forward in the future, like she's technically still behind that door, but to him it's like I'm, I have to leave her back there in time. Yeah. So it's been a thousand years that I haven't been able to, you know. It's really yeah. funny thinking about the timey wiminess of how that affects Link. That was a fun game with uh, the time traveling aspect. Yeah, I love when they brought back that, that time traveling. Yeah. Skyward Sword is uh, people. 
a lot of games go this way. A lot of hype when it first comes out, yeah. and then there's that year after where everybody's sighing and saying, it's not as good as everybody said. And people are still shitting on it, but I think we're getting back to getting over the hump now where people are getting back to being like, that was like an unsung well, see, classic. It's know? a good game. A good story, If too. you take out the annoyance of feet. I don't mind Fee being there. In fact, when I watched someone, I didn't actually play the game. I watched a YouTube playthrough. I have to admit, right, right. when it got to the end of the game, and Fee was saying her final goodbyes, and I actually got a little teared up a little bit because yeah, it's really sad. Because when I saw the game being played, they skipped all of the annoying <laughs> Fee. Reminders. So all you see is like this this whimsical psychic that dances yeah. and is so pretty and ethereal, and she's like. I have to go sleep forever now, Master. I'm sorry. I yeah. think I know what fear is. Please yeah. don't be afraid for I, me, I, though. I, I now know jumps, why you cry. Right. <laughs> and like, it's the end of T, too. And she jumps back into the uh, the sword, and you're just like, dang, man. Like, yeah. you spend the whole game hating her, and then you get like, that was oddly emotional. Yeah. <laughs> Good. By the way, in uh, in Breath of the Wild, there's actually a moment where there's a, kind of a fee cameo. Uh, and I saw a comment on YouTube watching the scene. It's like the final memory you get of Link being mortally wounded. Yeah. And the sword speaks to Zelda. And she's like, what do you mean? The shrine? Who are you? Are you the voice of the sword? And it's the Fee sound, yeah. sound effects. You know? Yeah. And like everyone's like, oh my God, Fee. Yeah. And someone like called it everybody's bullshit. Like, oh, okay. Five years ago, everyone's like, fuck Fee. And now you are like, OMG, Fee! Exclamation mark. Yeah. So things change over time. But yeah, like it's, it's. I think it's coming back to an unsung classic. It's getting yeah. back to that. People are actually Metal Gear Solid Four was the same way. Yeah. We loved it, and then we hated it, and now it's just making. It's coming back around. People are like, "Remember how great that game was?" Yeah, a lot of games that happens to a lot of yeah. titles. Well, you remember that whole thing about Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword? You yeah. know, we I think we've covered that in the last. Yeah. Uh, the last Zelda video we did. Greatest meme I ever saw. Yeah. Just someone imitating like a really racist Japanese accent. Just pictures of a really upset looking Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> I make a new Wind Waker like in the classic Zelda with the animation and nobody like on the Wind Waker. Everyone wants a more realistic Link. So I make a more realistic Link in the Twilight Princess. But nobody like a Twilight Princess. But everybody love in the Wind Waker. <laughs> and they, So I make a Skyward Sword to make a both of them come together. And nobody like the Skyward Sword. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, do it. I mean, it, it is good a very racist like accent. Yeah, so. I, I can't do it. And all we apologize honesty. to anyone. But you know, I did. I did know a Japanese uh, a girl at uh, calls Momoko, and she actually did have that thick accent, and she would add the extra syllables at the end of everything, like "Well, hello, how are you?" And like you're like they do. Anyway, they do before add. we get hate mail. Yeah, but before, uh, yeah, yeah, before um, we have to quit this. And we're hitting, we're hitting almost an hour now. Yeah, no, perfect timing. Um, perfect timing. So yeah, this has been a great little fun wheel spinning. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, all right, for the record, man, Wind Waker so, again and Wind Waker Link, and then I'm gonna go with uh, I got to go with the brand new Zelda from Breath of the Wild, and I want to see more of her. I want them, like we talked about in like our second podcast ever, I want a sequel or more DLC focusing on Our her. second podcast ever and our most listened to. As of today, it has 75 yeah. listens. Well, dude, we basically promised Zelda content yeah. <laughs> that we never do. <laughs> Uh, we, we I guess that could be a running joke. That could be a running joke on this. Well, it could be, we could be like Jablinski Games right. and, and promise never, gaming and never fucking game. Right. Sorry, Jack Black, I love you. Okay, so and do I, I. You're a great vlogger, but you're not a gaming channel. You can rock the uh, the child synth, synth sax like yes. like nobody. That was um, amazing. Seriously, if you want to just talk to me or just say my name. I'd be happy. <laughs> You're an awesome guy. When no one is around you, Jack Black will say he loves you. All <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, yeah. So in uh, my re my recap was yeah, recap. I was um I was Breath of the Wild Link. I was Zelda from Hyrule Warriors, which just saying it out loud, I can't say it with a straight face, but it, it's true. Um, and I, uh, heavy Ganon from Twilight Princess. Yes, and Ganon from Twilight Princess. <laughs> That's why I call him Heavy Ganon. Yeah. He looks really heavy. He wears a lot of armor. And he plays heavy in Smash. And he, so. he turns into a giant fucking boar. Yeah. Bigger than the boar from right. Ocarina like, of Time. And he can't even stand up, so he's just like four-legged. Yeah. Um, I do want to make a quick call out. Uh, you mentioned that Zelda was your favorite from Breath of the Wild. Um, that Zelda was your, was your favorite. Yeah, yeah I'm going with I got to say, 
That is an extremely good choice. I just remembered some of the voice acting. Everyone was saying, oh, it's bad voice acting. That scene where she sort of gives up hope and like cries and falls into Link's arms. I'm sorry. That was touching. That was Dude, amazing. All the scenes and flashbacks you get are touching. Yeah, but like specifically the one where she's like, I don't know what to do. Right. We're all going to die. Yeah. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. She's both. <laughs> yeah. She's very strong. And also, it's okay to be vulnerable. She's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Like, remember, that, 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 there was the meta narrative. I, I think I can say it better now. She didn't want Link to almost do anything. Why should this hero, why should this swordsman be the guy? I'm the one everyone, I'm Zelda, bitch. Yeah. I should be the one doing this adventure. I should, it's my legend, motherfucker. Right, that's what her whole yeah. thing is. And, like, you know, she just gets so upset that she she's not awakening and she can't get that. It's just Zelda's awakening. That's what a lot of those flashbacks are about. Yeah. Um, and, you know, eventually she learns, I got to split it with Link. That's We're a duo. And they finally they finally sowed the seeds of them being love interests. Like the very, if you get the, the, the true ending, if you get all the flashbacks, yeah. it zooms out and further and further and further. And they're walking closer and closer and closer together. And, like, they don't allow you to see the kiss. So it's just them torturing fans. And then it cuts to black and the credits start rolling. And yeah. you're I'm, just like, oh, Fuck. Okay. Um. One yeah, more. Yeah. One more quick thing, because it just popped in my head. Who is your favorite Link love interest? Oh, so I thought you were gonna say, who's your favorite Tingle? Um, <laughs> at this yeah. point, we're gonna have to do favorite everyone from every favorite love interest. Well, okay. Okay. Just be honest. Tingle is always Tingle. You can't right. change Tingle. I think he might. I'd love it if they did like a Stan Lee retcon where he's like uh, a minor god or deity. And he's like present. He's the same Tingle. He's just present in all timelines and all dimensions. He's the watcher. Yeah, yeah right. He's he's, the, he's he's watching this whole legend. See, he's not drawing maps. He's writing stories up there. Oh God. He's writing the tale. I'm telling you, he ain't drawing maps. All right. Anyway, yeah. Um, love interests. Yeah, uh, you've you've got. Um, I like Melon. You like Melon? Yeah. All not just that. It's my own theory and. Th- kind of started by some other youtubers i i love the whole twilight princess link is actually the offspring like a couple of links are related actually like yeah he's actually related through blood because that link actually from the hero of time shacked up with malin yeah from when Lung young Lung when Ranch. young link got sent back in yeah the, and dude she had the total yeah. hots for him and just like loved them and hot redhead come on fairy boy oh yeah, yeah. fiery redhead crazy yeah. redhead so I gotta go through. Yeah, uh, that was to be my choice as well. Yeah, but just to change things up, I'd say uh, instead probably Ruto. Um, Fan fave. Just because I have the hots for, her and she's basically naked in the original art until they decided to make her technically wearing a fish dress. But yeah, it's kind of cooler when she was just flat out naked, and you're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the, I'm a fish, so I'm only like half well, sort of gender. When, when, I, when, so. when I got Ocarina of Time, let me just sit there and just sat quietly thinking about yeah. fish oh, sex for a second. <laughs> Even Honest Trailers was like, not Mifa. They called her, hey, how do they, uh, you know, <laughs> starring, how, how do they. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, no, but uh, it, it, when I got Ocarina of Time, it wasn't my copy. It was my cousin's copy. It was with my, my cousins and my aunt and uncle. And my cousins refused to play. Mm-hmm. I was the only one who played. And they would just like, like. Go to the right. There's that thing over there. Like, oh, I saw a thing that you didn't see over to the left. You know, which is like maybe, maybe the answer is behind you. And the game came with the strategy guide. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> with the actual appropriate like the art style that they were trying to evoke, but couldn't yeah. because of sixty four, you know, yes. polygons. Um, so you saw what Ruta was actually supposed to look like, and you were like, damn. I was like, I'm gonna have dreams about this fish person yeah. for decades to come. I hate to say it because that's a that's a very similar story. Actually, yeah. I know I finished your story for you. I'm like, I remember the concept art for Ruto. Yep. In the game, she's just kind of polygonal, pointy tinted, but that 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 art. Yep. That could be a pinup even today. That would be like that could be a like, like nerd Farrah Fawcett poster. Remember the Farrah Fawcett poster? That everybody <laughs> yeah. in the seventies had. Yeah, yeah, it's that. It's, yeah, that's for the nerds. Nerd Farrah Fawcett is probably Princess Ruto. Yeah, yeah. And that's where Scalies came from. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I think Scalies is actually lizard furries, but like oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and we will end it there yes. before we talk about our favorite Lizalfos no. or some no. stupid shit. <laughs> I was actually going to uh, throw out one more. Who's your favorite random character in like all ever. the games? Yeah, I, love, I love the Postman. 
The poster was pretty good. Yeah. I was just say the like, random disco dancer in, oh, yeah. in Wind Waker yeah. on the set, like in front of the grave. I'm gonna teach you a song, baby. I'm glad you remember. Woo, dude. Woo. He's so memorable. Spin, spin. Woo. Right. <laughs> and he's so memorable because they wanted you to come back and learn that song. Like he can't yeah. be forgettable. You you see that guy and you're like, what's his deal? And like you never forget that he's there. Random disco dancer. Right. And then you figure yeah. out. Oh my god, once you get the baton and Link learns a couple of songs, you figure he's doing the song up there. Oh my god, then you run up to him and like you learn it. Yeah. Yeah, no mailman. I love him. That and he gets like the coolest story in like uh in Majora's Mask. And like when you work him into the whole marriage uh K and Andrew quest. Yeah. He's like, I need like one last mission, I can't die unfulfilled. Here, do you take this letter to her? And he, Yes, this is my final run, and like you wish you could like play that that game, even if it's a ten minute flash animation, yeah. like the epic last, bum, 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 bum. right? <laughs> the final run of the postman, and just like this epic, and then like he I guess he just leaves town. Maybe he doesn't die. Maybe he runs so far, so fast he escapes the explosion. Where did it destroy the whole dimension? I always just figured it just destroyed like Here's the problem, a big though. part of Termina, but not all of it. That would be fine. If Termina didn't have borders everywhere. Oh. I mean, what's outside of the borders? Like, just dimensional interspace? Here's like the problem. Wormhole space? Or like, what? the only way he could run would be across the ocean, because technically the ocean continues on forever. But up in the snow areas, it ends. There's walls too high to climb, and like there's a giant pit around the Snow Peak Temple. In the in the swamp, it's all a bunch of thick wood you can't walk through. I, uh, I, th- I think he could run on water. I've seen him do the impossible. But can this guy. he? But can he jump a fence that only a horse can jump? No, because he's more of like a runner. He could so run. He'd run through it and leave like a cartoon silhouette. <laughs> like he does. Does he have to jump? He'd, that I would believe. He'd like Rod, that I would He'd believe. Roger Rabbit that shit. Just. <laughs> All right, people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See uh, what's I going think, on. I think. I think we're basically done. Um, one real quick shout out though to the postman who ran so far and so fast from Termina, he ended up in Super Mario Sunshine. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's I'm telling you, my favorite. Yeah. Uh, peripheral, right. char- peripheral character. Well, that's it for this season two of the Think Between Worlds podcast. Yeah, just because we're calling it season two. Um. Yeah. We'll we be were, back in like a week. The season was supposed to end a lot sooner than this, yeah, but because yeah. of my own fault with editing and stuff like that, I didn't get this out. Uh, episodes out when they were supposed to go yeah out so this season ran a little long but we'll be back in a couple of couple of days or a week or two technically for them like a week week yeah a week or two two um i'm not sure what we were doing are we gonna do dragon or marvel i think we're gonna start with captain marvel captain marvel my friend yeah captain marvel getting very close to the end of like the the grand phase yeah grand phase one i guess yes we've got captain marvel coming up and we were gonna have madison on for that one she couldn't be here today because she had work stuff but um then she doesn't know anything about Zelda, (laughs) but she will be here for Captain Marvel because this is like the movie she's been looking forward to for 10 years and didn't even know it. Um, Wow. So yeah, this is going to be amazing. Uh, We're going to be talking a lot about Goose because he's obviously the main character. It's got to be. There's like a lot of hype and I'm like, what's the hype? It's a cat. Well, it's... What is the internet good for? Porn and cats. He is a cat and he is not a cat. I don't want to spoil anything, but... Anyway, yeah, we'll um, talk about that when that comes up. Thank you guys so much for listening. I've been David. I've been Derek. I still am. (laughs) It's just a thing you say. I know. I've been Derek. It's been two seasons, and we still haven't gotten the hang of our outros. (laughs) Anyway, we don't um, need to. Yeah, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next season in like a week or two. Right? Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. The Think Between Worlds podcast is created by David Kennedy Farner and Derek Dillon. It is hosted by David Kennedy Farner and Derek Dillon. It is edited by David Kennedy Farner. And it is produced by David Kennedy Farner, Derek Dillon, and Madison Snedden. Intro music by Midair Machine from the freemusicarchive.org. And outro music by Kevin McLeod via incomtech.com. And cover art by Davy Jones. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next season. <laughs>